From the world of AV programming and control with James King, I'm Steve Greenblatt, and this is Ask the Programmer. Hey, James, it's good to be back, and we have a great show on tap for you, for everyone today. Oh, it's always great to be back, Steve, and I look forward to having this conversation. So we'll, uh, this is a little bit of a special conversation because it's one thing that James and I really connected over, and first time we got the chance to meet in person, even though we uh, didn't live too far away, but it, 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 that was Infocom a couple of years ago uh, in 2021. And um, what we wanted to do is talk a little bit about Infocom, why it's important, and also just trade shows and events in particular. And with us today, we have a guest who you've heard from before back in episodes 88 and 89, and she is Kate Atkins from Root Integrated Systems. Welcome back, Kate. All right. Thanks for having me back. Thanks for being here. And, and one of the reasons that Kate uh, is ha- involved in our conversation today is because we put out a call out on Twitter um, asking for uh, anyone who is a first timer uh, at Infocom 23 uh, coming up in June or somebody who's uh, been to several Infocoms and wanted to talk about the value or what, why they are passionate about it. So Kate, um, we'll start. Um, this is going to be your first event, uh, Infocom yep. 23. And um, tell us a little bit about why, what you're excited about and why, why it's something that you think is important. Uh, yeah, I've wanted to go to Infocom ever since I learned that Infocom was a thing back in like, I don't know, 2011, 2012, whenever I first heard about it and first kind of got into the industry. So I wanted to go forever. Um, this is the first time I've had the opportunity to do so. So I'm just super excited. I'm super excited to just be in the same place with a bunch of people who have the same passions that I do. <laughs> um, to get to to meet people, to get to meet people in person that I've you know talked to on Twitter like you guys, and um, I'm just really excited about it. And also, I just I love the technology. So I'm excited to see what's out there and what's new. What's what I haven't heard of before. Really cool. Uh, there's so so much to share, and James, um, maybe you could talk a little bit about your first time experience, uh, being that it, w- it was a couple of years ago, and um, and what are what are some of the things that um, you were were either um, something that that you did that excited you, or something that you did that maybe surprised you a little bit. Um. So there's a lot to unpack package there so my first one i i have to give this disclaimer um the first one i went to was in florida in october so it wasn't your typical infocom um it was very scaled down uh, right after the pandemic so i i was able to get my feet wet without being blasted with a fire hose that you typically get with infocom uh so I purposely went to Infocom to network with many folks uh, like Steve and uh, Tim Albright and anyone else I could network with. I That was my goal with the first Infocom was to network as, with as many members of the AV community that I could. Um. So, so I guess just following up on that, what, 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 um, it sounds like that that's one of the things that Kate also, um, is, is interested in and what, what are some, 
some tips that you have that that uh, help people in that regard because it's it it's easy when you know people, but but it could be harder when you don't. So my recommendation: you, you have to get out there. You gotta you gotta walk the the room and talk to people. Um, I I know this from experience. Like I remember going to one of the after parties. I walked in with a whole bunch of higher ed uh, HEPMA members and they all gather. Nothing wrong with them. I loved hanging out with the higher ed HEPMA folks, but I started to walk away to walk the room. And one of the members goes, hey, James, we're all over here. And I turned to him and go, I know. And they're like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm networking. And I sat at the table with Steve. Um, and your wife was there too, right, Steve? Yes. Yeah. And we had a conversation. We talked about as a program and, and other things that were going on. Mike Kirchie came over, talked to us. And then actually David Bussett came over and actually talked to us. And like had a great conversation with him. And then I was also walked the room. I talked to, like I said, Tim Albright. I went over and talked to Megan D- Dutta and a whole bunch of other AV tweets out there. I can't remember everyone. I think Gina was there and a bunch of others. Um, and then I went back and, you know, connected with my higher ed folks as well. But I broadened my horizon. I broadened my circle and I made connections outside of you know, our little bubbles, just like our programmers were in a little bubble. And a show like this allows us to break out of that bubble and make connections to, you know, salespeople or engineers or marketing people. So it allows us to expand our network. Hey, Dem, hopefully that's helpful. <laughs> yes. And um, is there, so from, from your perspective or from your company's perspective, do you have any specific goals that you're trying to accomplish? Anything that we could help with in terms of um, just sharing some, some insight or tips? Yeah. So I've I've kind of given myself a five, four, three, two, one rule for this Infocom I'm going in. So I'm going to try and find five different trends uh, in UX and UI, because, you know, it's kind of what when I do. Um, I want to have conversations with four people that I've never met in person before, at least four. I mean, obviously not limited, but I'm going to push myself because I'm an introvert and it's really hard for me to do that. <laughs> so I'm going to push myself to do at least four, um, three things that I can apply right now in my job. I want to find three different things. Uh, two things are just totally off the wallet I never thought of before. And one thing that's just super cool. I'm never going to use, but it's just really awesome. And I just want to find that one thing. <laughs> so that's my plan is to try to find all those things. That's so cool. That's really, I, I think others should adopt that. That's really great. And you were able to, to, to roll it off the tip of your tongue. So obviously you've <laughs> thought about this a bit. I have, I have thought about it a lot. Uh, I think, I don't even remember back, back in like February or something. And when I found out what I was going to be able to come this year. <laughs> I've been thinking about it since then. So I've been super excited. Has nope. anybody nope. given you any, um, any gui- guidance or anything that, um, you know, allowed you to feel kind of warmed up for this? Uh, yeah. So, uh, Chris Netto has been, uh, he gave me a few pointers and told me what to pack, uh, which was super helpful. He gave me like his, a photo of his whole like day pack, which was super awesome. So, um, yeah, just people have been reaching out here and there and giving me some pointers. Uh, some of the guys here have been 
telling me what to expect and that kind of thing and and kind of how they do things and how they approach things. So it's been really interesting. So I'm super, super pumped about it. I'm sure you can tell. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I get pumped about it every year. So, <laughs> and once you're, once you get, once you really see what it is, it's going to exceed your expectations. Yeah. I, I was lucky enough to get to go to NAB way back in like, oh, I think that was 2012. So that's the only trade show I've ever been to, but like, that was the one thing, like I went and I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> Just I, being I, with all these people and, and looking at all this cool stuff. And yeah. Yeah. As someone who actually has been to NAB and Infocom, NAB is much smaller than Infocom um, in size of, different things because it was more targeted for broadcasting even though i will admit last year not the one that just happened but the prior year i remember being there and being like i need to start going to this more purposely um but i really want to unpack a couple of things you mentioned one that five four three two one i i think that's awesome did you come up with that did you read that somewhere like how did that come about uh, I think I just kind of came up with it. I, I'm sure I've read uh, people having similar, you know, goals or ideas or whatever in the past. But when I when I was thinking about it, I'm like, I really want this to mean something. I want to make sure that I'm doing this right. So so what can I do to get the most out of it? And that was just kind of what I came up with for myself, because it's it's easy to remember. I, it, yeah, definitely easy and really allows you to hit a lot of different aspects of the show. So I I. I I never even thought of that. So I actually might have to steal that. <laughs> and the next one I wanted to unpack is, I, we know this is your first Infocom. You mentioned that this is your first opportunity. Um, can you give a little more about that? Like why this is your first in, uh, opportunity, even though yeah. you've been wanting to go? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, in, in previous years, um, I mean, early on, I was a service technician for about seven years. And I mean, that's a position that just doesn't ever really get to go to Infocom. Like, you know, what's, what's the business case for sending those people? It's a lot harder to justify that. And you're usually the ones that are, you know, in the field all, all the time and you need to be at the office one, everybody else is out at Infocom or whatever. Um, so I never got to go there. Uh, and then uh, when I came to Root um, about four years ago now, I was just kind of getting my feet under me and then COVID hit. <laughs> and then it was like, well, nobody's going to Infocom. <laughs> So, um, and, and there were just some things here. And so this, I think is the, the first year that I've been here and established that um, we're kind of having a presence as a company uh, to go to Infocom again. I think a couple of people maybe went last year, but it wasn't like a big thing. No, that's not, I, I mean, I kind of understand. I mean, I, Infocom always happened in June, except for that one year when it was October. And even though us higher ed folks always, sit there and say, hey, move it to October. It'd be better for us. We know Infocom's not moving. But uh, so I always felt I could, couldn't could justify asking my work to send me because summer's our busy time. We're doing projects and all that stuff. And then the first year, actually, the year that COVID was going, uh, that COVID hit and that was going to be in Vegas, I actually did went to my boss. I'm like, hey, can I go to Infocom? I, I gave the whole spiel of why I should be there. They didn't blink an eye. They said, no problem. Sure. Um, 
So I actually miss out on the opportunity for work. And then the, the one in June, I actually went down on my own dime because I, October was a bad time for us uh, in higher ed. So I uh, paid out my own way, went down there because I, I knew it was valuable for me. Um, so that's why I went. But I, I find that interesting with uh, your service position. I would feel they would want you there at Infocom and seeing the gear. Yeah, I mean, at, at that company, it was the only people that went to Infocom was like some of the engineers and the sales guys. And that's just kind of the the vibe that I've always kind of gotten. It's like the engineers and the sales guys are the ones that go because they're the ones specking it. They're the ones, you know, having the meetings with the sales teams, with the vendors and all that sort of thing. So um, it just seemed like it, it was never really an option. And I think also, too, for myself, I've really like my own uh, confidence in myself has grown a lot in over the past few years, um, just because of, you know, where I'm at now, like they're just so supportive and and I've had a lot of um, good friends, you know, add to help add to my confidence so, so that I could ask for that kind of thing. And I, I never felt, you know, entitled to it before. I never felt confident enough to ask for it. Um, but I think it is something that would have been probably really helpful for me back then. It's just, like I said, I, I couldn't justify it myself <laughs> other than I really want to go. And I think I would learn a lot, but I can't tell you specifically what I'm going to learn. <laughs> well, from this five, four, three, two, one, I think you will have a lot to learn. <laughs> yeah. it, it's really, that's very, very cool. And it's, it's, uh, it's always going to be a combination of what are you going to bring back for your team or your organization versus what are you going to, how are you going to grow professionally and personally? Um, and I think that there's room for both. Yeah. Uh, how how yeah, are good. you planning to schedule your days? Have you thought about that at all? Uh, yeah. So right now I have, you know, I downloaded the Infocom app and I've been going through the schedule because I have a, an education pass and <laughs> it's completely packed and overlapping right now. So I have to go through and like, parse out the things that, you know, maybe I can skip or whatever. Um, so I've been working on that. I know there's also, uh, you know, meetings and things, um, with the rest of the, the root contingent that I'll need to be there for. Um, I've got a couple, couple invites for some, some evening stuff going on so far. So been excited about that. Uh, and I did make sure that I put on my calendar, the tweet up, uh, on, I believe is it Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon, mm -hmm. I yeah, think. Wednesday. Um, so I am definitely going to be there. If I, whatever I have to do, I will be there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've always found that too, at Infocom, the scheduling is one of the hardest things to combat because there is so much going on. Not even just on the show floor, but the education sessions. And then you have all the after parties where you can network with members and stuff. So yeah, scheduling is definitely a, a lot of overlapping. Um, so I'm, being careful what I do this year. And, and we talked about, you know, being an introvert and most of us are, <laughs> and, and it, the, the, it, it, you have to almost go into a different gear for something like this. And then, then know that afterward you're going to pay for it <laughs> because yeah. we're going to be, you're going to have to plug in probably for a couple of days afterward because of being overstimulated. Yeah, yeah I, I can definitely see that <laughs> that coming. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to handle it, but I'm going to try. I'm going to yeah. push myself. <laughs> so, um, you know, as far as scheduling, you know, a couple of, of things that I would recommend, and um, we're going to ask our audience, please, you know, chime in anything that you could offer, Kate, or or even others that are um, in our audience and in our community. Um, 
let, let's let's share some tips and tricks and and um, and also plan that to be able to meet up. The tweet up's a great place to do that, and that's always uh, very well attended and and is all, always the high a highlight on the calendar. Um, I I think that there's a certain amount of structure, at least for me, that I like to have because I like to know that I am going to see either certain vendors or certain people at certain times, because in a blink of an eye, it's kind of like a wedding. It just is over. And um, so, so you really have to pick those times and then also give yourself some uh, flexibility for ad hoc meetings and things that come up and also just being able to explore and, and have collisions with other people. Like they, as you go to a few of these, it becomes harder and harder to walk the, the floor without running into people that you know. A hundred percent. Last year, um, I I still remember this. I was with Tim Van Moore. I I wanted. I was like, hey, let's go over to the Dante booth because or the alternate booth because they're doing some pretty cool stuff with Dante, and we also get to see Frank there. We were caddy corner from that booth, like we could physically see it, but we never got to it. And then we got stopped by somebody uh, as we were walking. And then we had to go to another meeting. And, like, we never got there. At, and even though we could physically see it, we were, like, maybe five, ten feet from the booth. It just, we couldn't get to it. The, the other thing is certainly find um, ways to exchange contact information, whether it's business cards, um, electronic, um, or just taking notes because it's key. Even if somebody doesn't have a card, take a picture of their badge. You know, there, there is, uh, you, you don't want to miss out on those opportunities because the follow-up after the show, a lot of times is really where the value comes in. You know, being able to, to really connect with those people that you meet and, and um, take those relationships further. That's a good advice. Yeah. Uh, what, what, um, I guess from uh, for our audience, Kate, what what would you recommend, or what um, what what would you say to somebody who's thinking about attending? How how would you encourage them? Uh, I mean, it it just it seems like it's just going to be just an awesome place to go and and meet with like minded people and find new ideas, right? Um, so especially for you know programmers, like what's out there, what's coming up, what are the trends that are going to be coming down the line. Um, it just seems like it would, it's just going to be so valuable and I'm so excited for it. So I would say like, just go ask for it and you, you never know, you might be surprised. They might say yes. <laughs> that's 100%. fantastic. Yes. That's a great advice that you never know. Have my suggestion to go on that, especially for us programmers is don't be scared to ask the tough questions especially when it comes with programming it's like well how do you program this what language and apis and all that stuff because that's going to open up the doors i i remember going to i'm not going to name them but i went to one of the uh, booths and i started to ask questions and they basically pulled me into the hush room showed me what they had i was like this is cool like to a point where i was telling like i was doing programming you know line code programming and this would save a lot of time and i was telling other people about it, and they're like if you find this cool 
this could be helpful to many other people who aren't programmers. Uh, now, it never really panned out to anything, but I, I definitely thought it was uh, interesting. So don't be afraid to ask those questions because you might learn something great there. The other thing I just wanted to touch on, I thought that you said was cool, is just the, the trends and stuff. Um, it, anything that you have an eye out for that you think you're going to see that, um, that you're hoping for? Uh, I think the biggest trend that I'm going to see is AI and automation. That is my guess, is that it's probably going to be a lot of that on the floor. So that's the kind of thing I want to see. I want to see how that's getting implemented, um, what kind of cool things are going on there, what kind of, you know, user experience can we create with the automation and kind of things like that that's going on. So I'm pretty excited about that. I think that's going to be the big thing this year, just based on what I've seen. Um, just, I always follow it on Twitter, you know, like all the posts from ISE and from past Infocoms. I always just, you know, kind of sit there and I'm scrolling, you know, at night <laughs> going through all the posts and all the LinkedIn posts. So um, that just kind of seems what this year's trend is going to be, I'm guessing. So kind of kind of where i'm i'm expecting to to find things excellent well it's probably a good way for us to wrap this one up and you know we're definitely looking forward to seeing you out at infocom and we encourage our audience to look out for kate and also others that are are in her um shoes as first timers give them a hand let them know that you're there be supportive and and show them around because everybody needs uh uh, a little bit of a boost and and just the way of getting acclimated. And once you do, you'll start to fly. So um, Kate, how, how can people get in touch with you um, and make a connection? I know that you also have uh, a, a new um, uh, podcast or, or video cast that you're doing on YouTube. So share with that. Yep. yep. Um, you can get me on Twitter, uh, code underscore Kate. And like you said, I do did just start a new uh, YouTube uh, channel. So I got two videos up there right now. Uh, I should have a third up before Infocom, and then I'll actually be recording an episode at Infocom. So that'll be pretty fun. I have at least one friend that's going to join me. So I think I can get maybe two more friends if anybody wants to join me. But um, that is called User Friendly AV. It's all one word. It's got its own Twitter handle. Uh, again, at User Friendly AV. You can also find the same thing on YouTube. So uh, you can also get me on LinkedIn. I'm on both. So excellent. Well, I must say that you've really put a great effort into applying yourself and look at the progress you've made. So congrats to you. Thank you. Um, James, how could people get in touch with you, learn what you're up to and also connect with you so that they can find you at Infocom? Oh, uh, that's great. See, first off, I want to say definitely connect with Kate. Uh, she's awesome. Follow her uh, new YouTube video podcast because that's going to be great. I know I'm going to be definitely checking it out. And But for me, you can follow me on Twitter, AB underscore James King. Uh, Google me. You'll find me, HEPMA. Uh, that's another thing is if you're going to be at Infocom, HEPMA is going to be there huge where you have a 20 by 20 booth. Uh, make sure you stop by because I'll probably be hanging out there a lot. Um, and we... We're doing some uh, amazing things there at uh, in a HEPMA booth, like the uh, approved program uh, classroom. So items that made it through our approval program will be there uh, at display. So come check us out. And if you want more information on the approved program, you can just rewind back an episode or two and you can hear from Donovan Monday, who uh, spoke with us about that. So check that out. Um, 
for me, you can reach me at Steve Greenblatt on social media. You can connect with my company, Control Concepts at controlconcepts.net. And just always like to hear from our audience, uh, more people like Kate who reach out to us and uh, allow us to help to, to share their story and to get involved um, in our program and, and also help our audience. So uh, if you um, can connect with what we're talking about, please reach out, especially if you have uh, stories to tell about Infocom. I'd like to make uh, the weeks leading up to Infocom um, uh, all about trying to build community and get more programmers active and, uh, and really get to uh, understand the value of, of interacting too with other parts of the AV industry. So uh, reach out to us about that. You can uh, get, catch our show on YouTube as well as on Apple and Google Podcasts. And um, we always want to hear from you. So please reach out. Uh, that's what we have for today. And this has been Ask the Programmer.